0: Lately, one of the recurring stories coming out of the Holy See is the rearranging of positions in the Curia. The Betiu story is having wide-ranging effects, and one place that is being affected is in the predictions and prognostications of who will be selected by the cardinals to be the successor to Pope Francis. While I know some people don't think there will be a next pope, having bought into the so-called prophecy of St. Malachi for whatever reason, Clearly, the hierarchy believes that there will be another Pope, and they seem to believe it will be fairly soon. Why? Because questions about who this person will be are now being floated publicly. Combined with statements Francis has made in the past about retirement, or observations about Francis in general, there are signs that we are headed towards a conclave in the not-too-distant future. The you story has had an impact on that whole process, and some new players have emerged. Unfortunately, the new face that keeps coming up isn't one that most members of this audience will be familiar with, nor will they be made hopeful by him. However, it is worth noting, before we go on, that the old adage about the future papacy, he who enters the process as pope walks out a cardinal, meaning that whomever is presumed to be the next pope in these situations rarely has it come to pass, with the notable exception in our times being Ratzinger, who was expected to become pope in 2005. And as an aside for my money, I would expect that the next Pope will be somebody we're not familiar with. Anyway, for those keeping score, the Betchew story involved Pope Francis' personal money, as well as that from various charitable endeavors being used to invest in various projects, including condominiums in London, the latter of which was, as it turned out, Francis knew all about and actually personally directed. Haven't heard much about that, though, I bet. This story led to Betchiu being reduced from the position of Cardinal Elector to Archbishop, and it impacted the main, previous, expected future Pope, Cardinal Pietro Parolin, who, for whatever reason, had been a name that kept recurring as being eminently Papabile, meaning he was extremely attractive to those who make these decisions as a possible successor to Francis. That was, again, until the Becciu story hit, when his own involvement in that mess seemed to have made that extremely unlikely. Perilin has been dubbed a moderate by the leading voices in Rome and in the mainline Catholic opinion making circles, and had been floated as Francis' successor in the Curia by those who have been predicting a Francis led schism. Perilin's involvement in the Becciu story has made that all but impossible at this point. Perhaps he'll recover, given that he had direct ties to Cardinal Achille Sil- Silvestrini of the St. Gallen Group, who had been its essential de facto head, and he was a full participant in their goals. The near-universal agreement is that Cardinal Tagle, or Tegel, is Francis's preferred option. Some have already dubbed him as Francis II, not only due to his being highly favored among those who make these decisions, but also because, in all things Francis, Tagle is like him in his public persona, except much younger. Much, much younger. Tagle is only 63 years old, meaning if a conclave were started in February, he could have a papacy that lasts, conceivably, into the 2040s. Imagine the state of the church after 30 years of Francis, and you begin to see what I'm driving at. But Tagle isn't the latest name being floated either. Which is a relief for those of us who have seen the video of Tagle dancing and rapping with young people at the most recent World Youth Day. The latest name is Cardinal Matteo Maria Zuppi from Bologna. In a world where the label moderate is applied to men like Pastor Jimmy Martin by the opinion makers, these same voices have dubbed Zuppi as whatever the positive-sounding version of being on the fringe is. The man is out there, and I may and I name Jimmy Martin for a reason. Zuppi and Martin are kindred spirits, both engaging in similar bridge-building campaigns. Most of us who have seen Pastor Jim speak on these issues can see the obvious reason that the Jesuit does this, but Cardinal Zuppi is another story altogether. As for his age, Zuppi is 65, meaning he would also be in for another potentially long papacy. He has called for a renewal of adult faith formation due to the present situation, has championed the same bridge-building campaign that Martin has, has been a leading voice, in fact, on that whole issue, not in a way that is in keeping with what the church typically says, and has called for involvement in secular concerns from the church, akin to what Francis is like, except much more articulate and much more focused, and much more friendly to Martin's entire area of concern. If you think that Francis is scraping the bottom of the modernist barrel, A Zuppi papacy would make Francis look like Benedict by comparison. The picture I've had on screen during this is that of Cardinal Zuppi in a Lamborghini plant. He was taking a tour. Oddly, he is one who is frequently seen in public in a cassock, in the full black and crimson of the cardinal, which is a sign that the idea that priests and prelates who wear cassocks in public are not necessarily traditionally minded, which is a common misconception. Most Catholics haven't been aware of Zuppi, due to his being elevated to the cardinalate in October of 2019, and we've all been a little distracted in 2020 from these sorts of things. He was, in fact, elevated shortly after the Pacamama events. As such, he hasn't had the time to garner the attention of those who pay attention to these kinds of stories, but the consensus seems to be that he is a Bergolian through and through. He may be a better candidate for the moniker of Francis II than Cardinal Tegel is, since many observers point out that Tegel has some quirks that may keep him from attaining the papacy in the conceivable future. Now, I know the obvious retort is, well, what about Cardinal Sarah? What about the bishop from Kazakhstan? One thing to remember, the vast, vast majority of the time, if a bishop isn't a cardinal, then they're not even under consideration. It is extremely rare for a simple bishop to attain the papacy without having first been a cardinal in the church. As for Cardinal Sarah, he is likely one figure that the other side will rally behind in order to restore the Novus Ordo Hermeneutic of Continuity standard to the Church. Sarah is a champion of that position, rejecting the notion that Vatican II is the source of many of the ills in the Church, while admitting that the Council and its implementation have been less than ideal for the Church and that some changes need to be made. The traditionalist is what you seek. Cardinal Sarah is not your first option. Who would that be is anyone's guess, but no one who has a title of Cardinal is publicly known to support that position, to the best of my knowledge. The same applies for Cardinal Burke as well. Most Catholics who are paying attention to the happenings in Rome know that Burke is akin to Cardinal Sarah in many many situations, but has taken some additional hardline hermeneutic of continuity positions, including maintaining the opinion that isn't friendly to, in the slightest to the SSPX, to put it mildly. And before you ask, Vigano isn't Papa Billet either. He isn't even a cardinal, despite many people continually mistakenly calling him that. Also remember that the next conclave is being organized by Cardinal Tobin of New Jersey, the former protege of Uncle Ted and Maciel, and that Francis has personally selected 57% of the cardinals that will be making that decision. And you begin to see that this is going to look nothing like what you want it to. Of course, nothing is certain, and events may lead to the cardinals looking for a more orthodox voice to follow Francis. Only time will tell. I'll end this by asking a question of you, the viewer or listener. Why do you think we keep hearing about the next pope so much? I mean, Francis is still very much active, and he is only entering his eighth year in the papacy, making his time thus far, at least on the throne of Peter, very short, What do you think? Let me know in the comments if you're seeing this on YouTube. And as always, pray for the church. And as an additional suggestion, it is probably time to start keeping an eye towards Advent. Traditionally, Advent is a time of fasting and penance, akin to a a short Lent. Most people don't seem to treat it as such. So I may do a video this weekend about a traditional observance of Advent. But yes, let me know your, top, your thoughts on this topic in the comments, please. Thanks for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.